Should the Lions have traded for a defensive end or edge rusher to get some pressure on the quarterback? I'm going to tell you again why they should have. I got numbers for you next. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And a pleasant Wednesday, everybody, to you. It's Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you. It's the first day of November, Wednesday, November 1st, and Thursday, November 2nd. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts, watching us and subscribing for free, by the way, on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. We are brought to you today by our very good friends at the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed coming up on the show today yes we talked about it yesterday yes the trade deadline is passed yes even dave burkett of the free press is among those questioning why the lions did not go after an edge rusher i'm going to pile on a little bit more here today on that topic coming up next also espn's power rankings are out for this week where do the lions sit after their big win monday night over the raiders the nfc north is such a mess <laughs> such a mess we got more stories coming out today from the NFC North. One of the assistant coaches from the Bears got fired today. So much going on. We'll talk about that. And also, uh, the Lions have a new long snapper. Um, he's not ne necessarily new, but we'll get into that today. All of that right here on Locked On Lions. Please follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked On Lions. Also, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. We're on threads at The Real Matt Dairy. And uh, again, Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. Thanks uh, thanks to everybody that uh, checks us out. Hopefully tomorrow, I'm working on Coach E. Let's just wait and see. Craig Reynolds' dad, the great Eric Reynolds Sr., he and I have been talking. I want to get Eric Reynolds Sr. on the show to talk about his son. And come on, Craig. Uh, we'll do that hopefully tomorrow. I'm working on it. But uh, we're here on a Wednesday edition. Lions, of course, for the bye week this week. Uh, in and out of the facility the next couple of days and off for the weekend. Then back for practice, of course, next week and getting ready for the L.A. Chargers at 4 o'clock in L.A. next Sunday. So Lions at 6-2, and two, feeling good. And look, it's exciting, all right? Fan base is into it. I told you Monday night I was there. Place was jumping. All of that stuff. And yesterday, of course, as we talked about on the show, Donovan Peoples-Jones was added to the roster and traded with the Browns. The Lions sent a 2025 six-round pick to get him some help, get them some help at wide receiver. But I was talking to my crack research staff today, and I wanted to do a bit of a deeper dive because yesterday I said it. I still have faith in Brad Holmes. Of course, in Brad Holmes, we trust. But I think this team needed to go for it. I think this team needed a, a, another splashy defensive player added to the roster. Yes, Montez Sweat went to the Bears, and apparently they're signing him to a long-term deal. Yes, Chase Young went to the Niners. I know he's not the greatest guy in the world. Uh, uh, I, I know there were some issues off the field with him with the Commanders. Not major, but regardless, maybe it wasn't a culture fit. I get it. Daniil Hunter would be a rental, um, and there were some others. 
that were out there on the market that the Lions could have looked at. I'm sorry, but Max Crosby wasn't being traded to the Lions. Everybody on Twitter and on YouTube commenters, stop. All right. The Lions weren't trading for Max Crosby. All right. Would have been great. Wasn't happening. Uh, but they didn't even add anybody on the defense. And I was thinking about this. And everybody's like, well, they had those six sacks against Garoppolo and the Raiders. And sure. Yes, they did. But my crack research staff hit me up with something. All right. The Detroit Lions this season have 21 sacks this year. All right. 21. They're 12th in 21. Can you do something for me? Uh, the Lions rank 12th in the league in sacks with 21. Let's think about something. 18 of the 21 have come against Atlanta, Green Bay, and Las Vegas. Atlanta just benched their starting quarterback. Packers are a dumpster fire. And we saw where the Raiders are. And then yesterday, last night on Halloween, at like 2 in the morning, they fired Dave Ziegler, their GM, and Josh McDaniels, their head coach, who had four years remaining on his contract, four and a half years remaining on his contract. So when the Lions played the Chiefs, Seattle, Carolina, Tampa Bay, and Baltimore, they had three sacks. So 86% of their sacks came against three teams. But the other five teams, they only had three sacks in those games. And Kansas City's good. Seattle's good. Tampa at the time was good. Baltimore's good. Carolina, we know, blows. All right? So against bad offensive lines and quarterbacks that sit there and don't do anything and can't move, Lions are, are, are great. But Mahomes, Geno, Lamar, Mayfield to an extent. Bryce Young even can move, at least. Only three sacks. That's not going to get it done. No one's saying we don't like Romeo Quara or Julian Oquara or Josh Pascoe or John Kaminsky. Dan Campbell said yesterday, good chance at some point this season they get James Houston back, who is a pass rush specialist and was last year as a rookie. But 18 of your 21 sacks coming against the bad teams and against the good teams, you got three in five games, not good. And again, I know Carolina's bad, but just bear with me. That's why I still believe they should have made a move. All right, Philly made a move. San Francisco made a move. Um, you know, other teams were adding pieces. Seattle, Leonard Williams, same thing. The Bears don't count. All right. I would have loved Montez Sweat, but it sounds like he wanted a long-term extension. Maybe the Lions were saving their money for Jonah Jackson and Jared Goff, new contract. So there's stuff in play there. But to not at least add somebody? Now, look, tomorrow the Lions could sign and Dominican Sue. I don't know. He's waiting. He's doing so. I don't know what he's doing. I know he wants to play. And I would love that. But today, on November 1st, I'm telling you, this team is not good enough opposite of Aiden Hutchinson. I read off all the guys that line up on the other side. They're not getting home. They're not getting to the quarterback. Yes, they blitzed Garoppolo in the second half and sacked him. All right. 
There's a sophomore named John Kalarchik who plays at Orchard Lake St. Mary's. I think he could sack Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is so bad, he just got benched today for Aiden O'Connell by an interim coach. So I, I still think Brad Holmes, I don't know why at 3 o'clock yesterday he was on the podium saying they were done when, with an hour left. I'm not tell, Look, maybe the Vikings' ask for Daniil Hunter, especially within the division, was too much. Maybe it was. You can't tell Brian Burns, somebody out there you couldn't have gone and gotten? Even as a stopgap for the rest of the year with an expiring, I would have taken that over what the Lions have now on the other side of Hutchinson. That's my point. And I think those numbers back it up a little bit as well. With that being said, the Lions are 6-2. and two. The defense is wholeheartedly improved this year. Aaron Glenn has done a good job. Yeah, I said it. He's done a good job. All right, guys are upping their play. They're playing better. I know they've used Barnes and Jack Campbell and others in pass rush, pass rush situations. But this NFC is for the taking, man. And when I tell you about the NFC North and what's going on today in that division, it's going to make it even more clear. The Lions are winning this thing, and they're going to host a playoff game. But I would love to have seen them been a little bit more aggressive at the trade deadline when it came to free agents. That is alls I am saying. All right, uh, coming up next, power rankings. We'll get into that right here on Locked On Lions. Our partners at eBay Motors, though, have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy uh, picks for this week and every season or every week, all season long. Whether you're preparing for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, you got to listen to what Vinny has for you. Every week, he provides you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny Iyer has picked out for this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. We told you the other day about Dalton Kincaid. How about Browns running back Kareem Hunt? He's come back to the team. And he's been leaned on again with Nick Chubb done for the year. The Browns need to win with a running game and defense now with quarterback issues up the wazoo. And Hunt draws a fantastic matchup to run well this Sunday. The Browns are at home against the bad Cardinals wilting defense and should be in either a positive or even game script to make sure they can stick with running the football here. And with Kareem Hunt, Hunt has a good chance to put together a big game leading the Cleveland committee. Vinny from Lockdown Fantasy Football is giving you help and helping you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. That goes for your vehicle as well. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly because they got brake kits. They got LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs. That's your baby. eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or you get your money back. Plus, these prices, you're burning rubber, not just cash, or not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Go to ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. Locked on Lions for a Wednesday. Matt Derry with you. Cheers, everybody. Hmm. As we uh, get you ready for a uh, nice, easy weekend of no Lions football, a little relaxation. NFL power rankings are out from our friends at ESPN. Where are your Detroit Lions? 
Did they crack the top five? Are they back in the top five after Monday night's uh, pulverizing victory over the Las Vegas Raiders? Well, number one, they got the Philadelphia Eagles at the top at seven and one. Not a surprise. Defending NFC champs, Miami Dolphins at two, at six and two. Also not surprised there. The Chiefs come in at number three, despite a bad loss this past Sunday to Denver. Chiefs still number three at six and two. Baltimore, who I probably would have had ahead of Kansas City, coming in at six and two as well. Dallas at number five. Cowboys five and two in a very impressive showing this past Sunday as they waxed Kelly Stafford's husband and the Rams. Jacksonville at six at six and two. There are some people, including Adam Shine, Shine on Sports, uh, uh, over at uh, Mad Dog Radio. He has Jacksonville number one in the league in his power rankings. Jacksonville is number six, according to ESPN. At number seven, it is. It's not. San Francisco, the Niners have lost three in a row and are five and three and ahead of the Lions. The Lions at six and two come in at number eight. Buffalo nine, Seattle 10. Has anybody watched San Francisco play the last three weeks? They have not played well. Their quarterback has regressed. Their defense is a sieve. I know the Niner defense is going to get better with Chase Young. I know the Niner defense is having a bad time right now. Still got Fred Warner. Still got plenty of weapons there. But they dropped from three to seven, but didn't drop down below the Lions. I think that's wrong. I really do. Um, I don't get it. Lions to me should be ahead of the Niners. Um, especially coming off the win that the Lions had. I get it. San Francisco played Cincinnati. Good team. Lions played the Raiders. Awful team, but still. So the Lions come in at number eight in this week's NFL Power Rankings from ESPN.com, up one slot from last week where they were number nine. Um, In case you're interested, the bottom of the NFL looks like this. Arizona, 32. Carolina, 31. Chicago, bear down, 30, Giants 29, and the Patriots at 28. How bad are the Giants? Oh, my God. I saw, I looked at some of the stats. I'm going to give you some stats. I'm looking at some of the stats from Giants-Jets from Sunday. How did the like the Jets threw for like 100 yards and one. Like, talk about, you know, Battle of New York usually is fun. What a abysmal football game. Not the Jets are afloat in the AFC. The Giants are cleaning house. So Brian Dable was the bell of the ball last year. And now he's uh he's not not getting it done, not getting it done at all. Um, I want to tell you about the NFC North, but first, I told you yesterday, Scott Daly has done a really nice job as the Lions long snapper the last couple of years. Really nice job. And kind of beat out uh, Don Muehlbach for the job a couple of years ago. And it was like, oh my gosh, Don Muehlbach's retiring. What's going on? And he's now, of course, on the on the Lions staff. But Scott Daly got injured Monday night and was placed on uh, injured reserve. So he's going to have to miss at least four games. So the Lions are in need of a long snapper. And I said this yesterday, the idea of going out and trying to find a long snapper is like totally, um, I don't know, I'm like appealed by the story. I just think it's a it's kind of a cool story to be like, who do we go find 
as a long snapper. And as many of you pointed out, and I didn't yesterday, and that's my fault, the Lions did bring in some competition for Scott Daly during the summer. And that was Jake McQuaid, the 35-year-old veteran who's been around for years, played for the Rams for like nine years, two-time Pro Bowl long snapper, was in Dallas for a cup of coffee. Uh, as Rob Parker used to say, cup of coffee in a sweet roll. And then McQuaid was brought in uh, at the beginning of, uh, of the summer and in some of the workouts and then was cut by the Lions August 7th. They knew Scott Daly was the guy, kept the job. They brought Jake McQuaid in to kind of push him a little bit. And Daly won the job very early on in training camp, right at the start of the preseason, August 7th. They released Jake McQuaid. Well, Jake did not find a job, was uh, back at home, and now is back with the Lions. The team officially announced today they've added him to their practice squad. So with the roster and the time off, the Lions is going to put him on the, on the practice squad. But 35-year-old Jake McQuaid, two-time Pro Bowl long snapper for the Rams, is now the new Lions long snapper, at least for the time being. How, how do they decide who the Pro Bowl long snapper is? If you mess up one snap a year, you probably never make the Pro Bowl. I think the Pro Bowl long snappers must never mess up like any of the long snaps. Like, can't even be a low snap to a punter. Can't even be a bad snap. How do you, I guess, how do you judge? That's where you need pro football focus. That's where you need PFF to really judge um, who the best long snappers are based on the film. But Lions have a good one. This guy's been a pro bowler. Jake McQuaid is back. So he will be your long snapper uh, at least for the next four weeks and maybe beyond that, depending on how long um, Scott Daly is out. So kind of sucks for a guy like Scott Daly. You, you, you know, you've been on the team the last couple of years. Things are finally turning around and uh, kind of a fluky injury. But, uh, hey, he was down covering kicks and doing all that, just like anybody else would, as lo uh, also long snapping. So that's your Lions roster news, at least for today. I got to get into what's going on in the NFC North. All right, there's news out of Green Bay, obviously news out of Minnesota. And in Chicago, it's a train wreck. Absolute train wreck. We will uh, get into that coming up next. I told you earlier about our friends at game time. You shouldn't have to worry about when you want to buy tickets to your next big event. It might be last minute. It might be you want to get them early and soon and often. There's one app that does it better than anybody else, and that is game time. It's the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They got killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I used it last week when I went to the Colts game against the Saints, took my uh, took, took my daughter and, and, uh, and her boyfriend, and then we had a great time. And I love the view from your seat because you can see exactly where you're going to be. So they got the zone deals, they got flash deals, they got everything at game time. Download the game time app. Create an account and use the code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-NFL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, let's do the business here. I'm stunned, absolutely stunned at, at, at how bad 
and how brutal things are in Chicago with the Bears. All right. Number one, I mentioned this the other day. Chris Collinsworth on Sunday Night Football was just destroying Justin Fields, and it sounded like it was coming from the inside. Like they were feeding him the stuff to say about Tyson Bajan and Justin Fields. Earlier this year, if you recall, Bears defensive coordinator Alan Williams um, was let go by the team. He resigned, citing the need to take care of family and health. And of course, there were reports that Williams' house was being raided and Hallis Hall was being raided and all of these things. Well, today, former Lions running backs coach and former Syracuse running back when I was there, David Walker, Bears running backs coach, fired by Matt Eberflus. A source tells ESPN that Walker's dismissal was because of his behavior in the workplace. Walker had been previously reprimanded by the Bears' HR department for workplace conduct, according to ESPN, and a second source, and a second such instance led to his firing. Eberflu said today, quote, as the head coach, we're building a program, <laughs> okay, and have standards to uphold as a staff and organization both on and off the field, and those standards were not met. Eberflus added that Walker's dismissal was disappointing from my vantage point. We have a standard to uphold to, end quote. <laughs> Can you imagine being a Chicago Bears fan? Your best cornerback, Jalen Johnson, wants out, didn't get traded. Um, Ryan Poles, when he got the job, remember this summer? Oh, Chef Poles, can he eat it up? Whatever. Remember when Ryan Poles got hired and he said that the, the NFC North is going to go through Chicago and then we're going to hold on to it. We're never going to let it go or something. The Bears are so bad. So bad. They can't even keep a coaching, coaching staff together. Guys are being fired, reprimanded, resigning. Woo! Good job, Bears. Keep being the Bears, please. And they just got lambasted by the Chargers social media um, Sunday night. Uh, also around the division, NFC North, right? Green Bay Packers. Um, Jordan loves a mess, isn't playing well. And GM Brian Gutekunst said today, they're not sure he's the quarterback of the future. <laughs> They've waited four years for this guy. They've been grooming him forever. They let Aaron Rodgers leave. They traded him. All to hand the reins over to a guy that on November 1st of his first season as the starter, they're now questioning if he's the guy because he can't throw a ball past 10 yards. They also traded Rasul Douglas, their best cornerback, to the Bills yesterday. Packers are a mess. Total mess. And they've won too many games right now to probably be in a quarterback sweepstakes. I mean, I guess they could draft. There's going to be a lot of them. But regardless, those are the those are two teams in the division. Third, fourth and third place. What about second place Minnesota? Kirk Cousins underwent surgery today for a torn Achilles. His season's done. They did go out and trade for Josh Dobbs from the Cardinals. Kirk Cousins has played very good football this year. Very good. And Justin Jefferson is still out. Now you've got Jaron Hall and Josh Dobbs. Dobbs is serviceable. Had some decent games with the Cardinals. But if he could play, wouldn't he have stayed on Cleveland? Wouldn't he have stayed on Pittsburgh? Wouldn't he have stayed with Arizona? Think about this for a second. We're sitting here on November 1st. There is not a single Lions fan watching or listening to this podcast that 
you can't tell me there's anybody out there worried about the division. Seriously. That's what's going on in the NFC North right now. And I'm here nitpicking about Brad Holmes not picking up another, another edge rusher. Lions are in good shape for this division. It just keeps getting worse by the day in the NFC North. All right. Hopefully tomorrow we will talk to, come on, Craig's dad, Coach E, Eric Reynolds. We'll get him on the show hopefully tomorrow. Much more to do the rest of the week right here on Lockdown Lions. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for making this your first listen. We're back again tomorrow.